everyone and welcome back to the Wholesome Waking Podcast with your host Violetta. Today I will be talking about why you aren't building muscle even though you're working out. For you it might sound like, what do you mean if I work out? Of course I will be building muscle, right? But there's so many girls and women out there struggling with exactly that. You might have been working out already for a few months, if not even up to a year, and you still don't seem like putting on any muscle mass. You still don't seem like making any progress, any results, and you are wondering, okay, how is this even possible? What are the explanations, the reasons that this is happening to me, right? So you are probably thinking, is it even possible that I'm not able to build any muscle? Do maybe have the genetics and just like don't encourage muscle growth and things like that? However, I'm here today to explain this entire topic and what are the reasons for you maybe that you're not putting on any muscle mass. I would say without making this intro way too long, I'm just gonna jump straight into the episode and start with reason number one, which is probably also the most obvious reason. So if I will be telling you this reason, you might be like, oh yeah, of course, that makes sense, I know. But I will explain a bit further and I will also try to leave all the technical words out so you can like digest it easily and understand it easily and anyone who has no idea about bodybuilding, about fitness, about how muscle growth in general works and how the human body um, responds to stress and things like that, I will make this as easy to understand for everyone who has no prior or further knowledge about anything bodybuilding related, okay? Reason number one hold yourself tight is you're probably not consuming enough protein. You're thinking now, yep, I know that makes so much sense because obviously muscle is being fueled by protein, right? But then how much protein is enough? How much protein do I actually have to consume? You might think, oh yeah, I think I'm getting enough protein in, that should be fine, but you've never actually tracked that. You've never actually had a specific amount of protein that you're trying to hit in a day because sometimes it can be actually quite challenging, especially if you don't have the knowledge where protein is in foods, like which foods are rich in protein and how, what kind of protein do I actually need in my body because there's also a difference in that. And here I am to explain why or how much protein you actually need. So I would recommend actually to go on a higher tier of protein intake. You, If you Google how much protein do I need in a day on Google, there's going to be so many different recommendations. They're going to vary anywhere between 0.5 to probably 2.5 of not even 3 grams of, pro- of protein per kg of body weight, which will equal a huge difference in at the end of the day, right? It can be anywhere from 40 grams to it can actually be like below 40 grams up to two or 300 grams of protein. And this is a big difference, right? So if you were to just Google that, you still wouldn't actually have an answer. So here I am to give you the answer because I have experimented that a very long time. With a lot of my clients, we've been experimenting that and seeing what kind of protein intake is actually sufficient for a woman on a weight gain journey. And here I am to give you the answer. So my recommendation is to calculate with two grams per kg of body weight. Why is that? This is definitely one of the highest protein intakes that you would probably read or see anywhere online. This is usually recommend- recommended for bodybuilders. Even though you're probably not a bodybuilder, this is not your goal. That's absolutely fine. And the reason why I'm recommending two grams per kg of body weight is the following. I think it's just going to make your weight gain journey so much quicker and so much easier and so much more attainable, especially when it comes to muscle growth. And it's honestly 
gonna just benefit you so so much like when i increased my protein intake i saw major results i saw major differences in my own body and also in the body of my clients i think that if you don't have enough protein it's literally gonna be just so much harder to build the muscle that you're looking to build to become stronger to become more confident in your body so i think this is step number one you should be looking into your diet and seeing okay how much protein am i actually consuming let me just quickly give you a quick example let's say you are right now at 50 kg and if you calculate with two kg per with two grams per kg of body weight this would equal 100 grams of protein in a day which may sound like quite a lot and maybe you're gonna be like okay but where am i gonna get this protein from like i have no idea what i can actually eat or it's gonna be it's gonna sound like you have to eat too much food and maybe you're already struggling with low appetite and i would recommend you so so much to definitely include a protein powder into your diet this is the most convenient thing that you can do to easily increase your protein intake literally so easy with just one scoop of protein powder you will probably get on average like 20 or anywhere between 20 and 30 grams of protein which is already a substantial amount if you have let's say two scoops you already have covered more than half of the protein intake in a day so you don't have to eat like half a chicken or I don't even know, like a whole block of tofu or whatever. Like it's just gonna make it so much simpler and easier. What you should look out for if you're looking for a protein powder are the following things. I would highly recommend that you check out the ingredients. A lot of the protein powders are filled with gums and fillers and just things that you like truly don't eat in your body and in your diet, like sugars and additives and blah 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 you get the drill the drill right so i would recommend definitely watch out that you have only natural ingredients and if you're wondering which kind of sweeteners you should be looking out for i would recommend only using sweeteners that are monk fruit or natural stevia because all other sweeteners may have actually quite a lot of side effects those are the only two sweeteners that i recommend and there is not so many protein powders out there that use only these two sweeteners or like one of them right the protein powder that I do recommend, however, is Vivo Life because I've been using Vivo Life for probably almost four years now on a daily basis. Like, <laughs> I literally can't think of a day where I haven't had a protein powder because I just think it's so good. Um, it's so easy to dissolve it in water, which is actually insane. If you compare it to like other plant-based proteins, they're usually so chalky and just like the texture is not smooth at all which you don't have with Vivo Life at all. Like the protein powder is so smooth and so silky and so nice. And I can literally have it with just water and I don't mind the taste. Like it literally tastes good with just water. And this is a very big thing to say about plant proteins because if you've tried a bunch of plant proteins, you will know they're definitely not a Stacey with just water. They're definitely gonna taste like, I don't know, like just not great. Let's keep it that way. They're just not gonna taste great, right? So Vivo Life is definitely hands down, in my opinion, the world's best protein because I've tried a bunch and this is definitely the one that I like the most. It's the only one that doesn't make me bloated at all. So I literally feel so good. Like my, my digestive system agrees with it super, super well. And like I said, it tastes just heavenly it tastes just so good and smoothies and porridges and pancakes and baked goods and raw bites and so many different recipes like whenever i write recipes i always have some vivo life protein powder in there of course when it's a sweet recipe but there are also other things that you should definitely look out for when you are buying a protein powder for example make sure that is that it's heavy metal tested because a lot of the protein powders are like super loaded with heavy metals and if it's not tested for that you might actually do yourself a big disadvantage with having that protein powder in your diet and another thing is that 
the supplement industry is actually quite crazy because I could literally invent a supplement, let's say it's a protein powder, and sell it from today on. Like no one would actually check on the label as detailed as you think. I could literally write on the label, oh yeah, it has 50 grams of protein per serving and as long as it only varies like, well only, it's actually quite a high amount, if it varies like anywhere between like 10 grams or whatever, that will be approved. And I'm just like, this is a big difference. Like, how can that be legal? How can this be allowed? And how can you prevent that from happening or having brands and companies that you know are actually legit with their labeling and with their protein amounts is to look out for a company that has third-party testing. This is also something that VivoLab does. Like all of the products are third-party tested. So you will know that actually what is on the labels actually inside of the packaging as well. If you would like to try the protein powder, which I would highly recommend you doing so, because like I said already, it is hands down my absolute favorite one please feel free to do so. I also have a 10% discount code for you for your first order, which is available with the code VIOLETTA10. Just one more time, VIOLETTA10 gives you 10% off on your first order. And you can actually try the protein powder, all of their supplements actually completely risk-free because you have a 30-day money-back guarantee. So in case you disagree with my opinion and you don't like the protein powder, that's not a problem. You can just return it and get all of your money back. It's that easy. No questions asked, money back guarantee, and that's something that I also absolutely love about the company because you can literally just try the product. You don't like it? Fine, return it. So it's that easy. One more time, Violetta 10 gives you 10% off on your first order. Okay, so I think we've covered the first reason. You're not getting enough protein and two grams of protein per kg of body weight is my recommendation here. Thing number two, a reason number two, is you're not having enough calories in your diet. I mean, obviously, this is very obvious on a weight gain journey in general, but this may also actually decrease your muscle growth because if your body is not having enough protein and enough calories in the first place, it's just not going to be able to deal with all the stress, with all the work that you're putting into. It's just not going to be able to sustain or like actually contribute to any sort of growth, right? No matter if it's fat or muscle, your body's just going to be deprived of calories. And those are the two things that you should really look out for. Am I having enough calories? Am I having enough protein? And if yes, let's say those two things you have checked off the list, you're like, yes, I'm having 100 grams of protein, let's say. I'm having definitely enough calories in my diet and you still don't seem like you're being able to build muscle, then watch out for the next two things that I'm about to mention. Reason number three why you're not building any muscle is you're probably having too much stress on the body. Just bear with me right here. I'm going to explain it a lot further, a lot deeper so you can understand what I'm meaning by stress on the body. I'm not just talking about work-related stress or relationship-related stress or the stress that you might be thinking of. I'm talking about physical stress on the body primarily. I mean, of course, everything, any kind of stress is stress on the body, right? But let's say you're not getting enough sleep, you're not recovering properly, your workouts are too intense, you're not having enough rest days or deloads, and all these kind of variables are probably affecting your muscle growth. I'm going to try and explain this 
like I already mentioned in the very beginning, as easy as and as understandable as possible how it actually works within your body if you're having too much stress, right? So let's say you are doing a high-intensity workout, you found it, found it on YouTube or you just like constructed yourself high-intensity workout or whatever high-intensity workout that you are doing right now. Let's say it is 45 minutes long, you have only like one rest in between or like two rests in between and the rest is just like... Um, interval training with like no breaks you're just like literally working out working out, working out and your body doesn't even have like any time to breathe properly right what then happens is if you do that if you don't have a proper rest in between your working sets your body is gonna release cortisol and adrenaline those two compounds are going to be released from your body because your body is just being under stress which is natural in a workout i'm not saying that you shouldn't put any stress onto your body when you're working out like that's not gonna be possible you're definitely gonna put your body under stress but it's a different kind of stress right so whenever you're doing like a super intense workout or any kind of workout actually your body is releasing cortisol and adrenaline however if you're training too intense and too much like your working workload may be too much or your rest time might be not enough your body is going to release more and more cortisol what happens then when you're releasing too much cortisol it is actually gonna lead to muscle tissue loss which means that cortisol is actually the biggest enemy of your muscle like the more cortisol you release the less muscle you'll be able to build so those are the things that you just have to keep in mind so like the more intense your workout is the more cortisol your body is going to release and the more that is going to affect your muscle tissue so you're going to be able to build only less muscle tissue during this workout and for example when you're doing a diet when you're like being super in a caloric deficit this is actually adding more stress to your body so if you're not having more enough calories this is again putting your body under even more stress you're going to release more cortisol in your workout which is going to lead to less muscle growth right and those are for example the stresses that i've already spoken about but it can also be psychological stress this also can release cortisol levels for example when you are doing a new workout routine you have no idea what it works and you're like kind of scared to do it because you don't have the proper guidance you're just like standing in front of the squat rack and you're like okay i think i can do this i have no idea and you're just like stressing out mentally this as well is gonna affect it a lot you should also make sure that you're choosing between volume or intensiveness per workout phase. So let's say you want to increase your weights, but you also want to do more repetitions. You should decide between one or the other because otherwise, again, too much stress on the body, which is going to kill your muscle growth. And I know this may sound like, what is she talking about? I've heard the more I do, the less I rest, the better it's going to be, the more my muscle is going to grow because obviously you might feel like you're exhausting yourself even more and like the more exhaustion you're giving your body the more muscle it's gonna build but actually it's quite the opposite right so like i already explained this i'm not gonna repeat myself one more time but face or the saying that you've heard probably your entire life just do one more rep just do even more push yourself harder work hard or work out hard in this uh, in this case is not going to lead to more success it's really important to give your body proper rest like don't work out seven days a week this is not going to be sustainable your body is definitely not going to be able to recover from that recovery is just so incredibly important to your body because otherwise this is actually where muscle growth happens it doesn't happen necessarily during the workout but in the recovery phase after so instead of doing a high intensity workout or a high intensity interval workout or doing um 
six sets of bicep curls just to three like it honestly is gonna be more than enough for you to stimulate your your muscle during the workout and to make sure that you are growing of course it depends a lot on how many times per week you're working out and like how frequent you are but usually you are doing too much and the very last reason is actually quite the opposite of that. Maybe you're doing not enough. Maybe you're having too little exercise, too little stimulus for your muscle to actually grow. The recommendation here is two to three times a week per muscle group. So let's say you want to build your glutes, right? Then just keep in mind how many times am I actually working out glutes or lower body. So that doesn't mean that you have to work out two to three times the same muscle group every week, right? It doesn't mean that you have to have three lower days per week. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is that you have to have two to three workouts that are stimulating the same muscle group per week. So let's say you are doing squats you are doing lunges and you are doing um, donkey kicks right so those are already three exercises that you are doing for your the same muscle group so also indirect um, stimulants indirect workout sessions and exercises count in as well it's not that you have to have two to three lower body workouts per week and if you're, for example, struggling with finding enough time to work out, you can, for example, do just literally three workouts per week and you can then just train full body because in those sessions, you'll be able to cover all of the muscle groups that you want to stimulate and to work on and to let them grow. And you literally don't have to go five or six times per week to the gym or workout from home or whatever like it really depends on how you structure your workout routine and this is something that you definitely have to nail down because it's gonna probably depend on your success it's probably gonna show whether you're making results or not so i think it's super important to consult someone who actually knows how to build a workout plan and structures to make sure that you're actually hitting your muscle enough or even not too much right like we just learned a lot um so definitely make sure that you have a proper workout plan that knows what kind of exercises you have to perform and also how often, how many repetitions, how many sets, because that all is going to be super important and it's going to affect your growth and your journey very much. So what have we learned so far today? Number one was you're probably not having enough protein. Recommendation here goes two grams per kg of body weight because I think this is ideal for weight gain. It may sound like it's a lot. However, for weight gain and for muscle building, it is going to be a very great number to start and to work with. Number two was you're probably not getting enough calories in your diet, which is also super important because like i also already mentioned if you're not having enough calories your body's not going to be able to maintain or even build any muscle and fat onto your body and you're also going to put your body under even a lot more stress and number three was too much stress on a body which can come from so many different variables such as the workouts are being too intense you're having too little rest time in between the workouts or too little rest throughout the week so you're having a poor recovery and you're not sleeping enough which all leads to a big or high cortisol rise which is gonna decrease your muscle growth and number four was too little exercise or just not enough muscle stimulants that are happening throughout the week so make sure that you have a proper plan and structure that you are working with to make sure that you are hitting all your muscles enough to make sure that you're able to make some progress and you're not finding yourself on a plateau and not making any muscle growth and any gains i promise myself to keep this episode as quick 
and as spicy and as crispy as possible so i would say there was more than enough to take in for today if you have any more questions regarding muscle growth and maybe you're still struggling to find a reason why you're not building any muscle even though you're doing all these things feel free to reach out to me at any time i'm always here for you to chat always here for you to help and to find out your individual situation and see how i can actually help you you can just shoot me a dm at wholesome weight gain this is my instagram handle you can just literally find me there shoot me a message and i'll get back to you and we can see what we can do for your journey and how you can actually grow and finally make some gains and progress because this is what we are here for am i right Okay, that was all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you actually enjoy this podcast, I would highly appreciate it if you would leave me a review on the Apple podcast. This would help me out a lot to reach even more women who are struggling with weight gain. It would literally just help me out so much and only take about 30 seconds, if not even less of your time. And I would highly, highly appreciate that. Okay, I wish you the most beautiful day and I'll speak to you very, very soon. Bye, everyone.